I have to say what I feel Miami has so much appeal A great place to get a seafood meal Miami Miami, Miami You've got style Picture at Los Angeles 2015 Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I am H. Allen Scott. And I am Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we have a friend over to watch an episode of the Golden Girls, and then we talk about it. Yes, and um, we have a very special announcement that we're going to be uh, sort of getting into more detail about at the end of the podcast, but we wanted to mention it up top. You guys have been sending us amazing Facebook messages and comments saying that you guys want to be, uh, you know, a part of the podcast. Mm -hmm. And we want you to be a part of the podcast. As much as we love getting your messages and responding to them, like, we want you to be part of the discussion. Uh, and so we have come up with a really fun way to make that happen. So uh, stay tuned at the end of today's episode. We're going to tell you guys exactly how uh, you can be part of Out on the Lanai more than you already are. And it's going to be amazing. you said discussion and not conversation because when people say conversation, I want to slap them. Why? Because it's like, people are all like, oh, come, like like, like Hillary Clinton initially, when she first ran for president, was like, come, I'm, let's have a conversation. Let's chat. And it's like what white people say when they want black people to like be a part of their thing. Wow. You got, I mean, th I these mean, words are true. hitting you hard. I don't like the word conversation. I feel like politicians use the word conversation in order to like sort of belittle people's points of views. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I'm glad you said Because I almost look at discussion as like, that's what like uh, a teacher would say if they were going to scold you, but they wanted you to feel like you were actually part of... Oh, interesting. That you were part of it. Like, um, to, I would like to see you today after school to have a discussion about your uh, American history paper on why Kurt Cobain was probably murdered. Like that. And then you, you sit down and then... You wrote a paper about that? This is way off topic. Let's get started with the show. All right. Well, yeah. I, I'll just say, in 11th grade, it was my term paper. And Mr. Neef, my teacher, used it as like an example of a really great 20-page term paper on American history. I wrote a term paper on Diane Keaton. I also wrote one about JonBenet Ramsey and why I thought her parents killed yes, her. Yes, bitch! I no longer think that her parents killed her, by the way. My BFF, Brian, he wrote a paper in like 8th grade on Jonestown. Oh, yeah. 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 We're lonely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Our guest is literally. He's the sitting best. Reading I want to talk a lot about this guest as we um, introduce him. Do you have something before? Yes. I uh, just to very quickly talk about the episode that we just yes. watched. Um, we just watched season two, episode ten, "Love Rose," which aired on November thirteenth, nineteen eighty-six, and is uh, the episode where. Uh, Dorothy and Blanche write love letters to Rose, uh, mm -hmm. posing as a fake man named Mr. Isaac Newton. Who, Isaac uh, Q. Newton. Isaac Q. Newton, uh, who's, uh, who's the, it's, it's online dating, basically. Yes, yeah. Online dating. Before online dating. Before online dating. Uh, and our guest that watched it with us today is a adorable, awesome, funny man who you can follow everywhere as you should. He is Will Weldon. Will, thank Woo! you for being here. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Will had so many great comments throughout the episode that like. You had a lot of zingers, I'm, Will. I'm just so eager 
for him to talk. Well, it was really hard not to get involved on your conversation versus conversation v discussion Supreme mm-hmm. Court case that you had oh, going yeah. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. yeah. You guys both really loaded those two words with a lot of your own personal baggage. We definitely did a lot. When of I life. hear conversation, I don't know. I hear the word conversation. I tend to think of the time. All conversations to me are like when you're getting like beaten up by like the two kids who are younger than you in grade school on the playground. It's like these sound like very specific to you. We're, we talk here. We have an open dia- dialogue. That's another one. No, we're not going to do this. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> this is great. Welcome is great. to Thesaurus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you for being here. And oh. tell, what is your background with the Golden Girls? What's your history? Do you Have you watched them before? Uh, I've, I used to watch... When I was young, I would literally watch... Like, probably up until I was 13 or 14, I would watch literally any sitcom that was mm. on television. Yeah. I assumed that they were all good yeah. and all had merit. Yeah. So I would watch them all, assuming they were all funny. It was the same with movies. I, if a movie came out and it was like a big movie, I was like, Wild Wild West? Yeah, it was good. It must have been good. Because <laughs> it was a big movie that came out. Yeah. But I watched it for a little while, but at the time I was like, nah, I don't want to watch a show about old women. Yeah. I'm like a young, I'm a young kid. I'm yeah. too hip for this old woman business. I'm going to watch something cool like Teen Angel or Step by Step. <laughs> hey, Step by Step, I did, I, I was aware of Teen Angel. I was aware of its existence and I, it was like, took place like in the 50s, right? Like it No, was, Teen Angel was about, it was modern and it was a teenager, his best friend. He had died in the 50s. No, his best <laughs> friend dies from eating an old hamburger but comes back as his guardian angel. But they really, like, really don't deal with the fact that his best friend is dead and how in mourning everyone else heard must of this be. Show. Yeah. Teen Angel. Yeah. Wow. I watched Step by Step. I loved Step by Step. Hey, little fun fact, guys. Yeah. I, uh, so I worked on the Goldbergs last season and uh, the, the, Actor, the child actors in the show would sometimes have to do like uh, like dance choreography. They did a New mm-hmm. Kids on the Block episode. They had to yeah. learn how to do dances. Their choreographer is Christine Lakin, who played oh, wow. Al, the tomboy on Step by Step. Interesting. Looks amazing, by the way. But she was their choreographer. And I remember well, she's seeing a choreographer. her the in the fact hallway. Choreographer ever is that dancing mom woman. She just lost a lot of weight too. I read that article. Oh really? Yeah. I love guys. This is a podcast about the Golden Girls, yes. and not Step by Step or or Dancing Moms. So far, this feels Cobain. like a podcast about literally everything but the Golden Girls. <laughs> everything that right. that we have in our lives. So you okay? okay let's so get into you it. You watch some of the episodes. We're going to get into this episode. Let's All right. Do it. We're going to get into it. Um, as soon as the episode opens, uh, Blanche and Dorothy are getting ready to go out on dates, and mm-hmm. they each want to borrow some piece of jewelry from Rose. Who's organizing her recipe box. Who's organizing a recipe box on the couch, and she's like, how do you know I'm not going out tonight? And they're like, oh, come on, you've had such a dry spell. First of all, Friday night, like, I can't tell you how many Friday or Saturday nights I've sat in front of the TV watching the Food Network while I've looked up cool recipes, transcribed them onto recipe cards, and put them in my recipe box. It is fucking fun. Fun. Also, oh. does do Friday and Saturday have the same level of significance when you do not have a job? Because they don't have jobs, right? Yeah. Well, some of they some of them do. Blanche works at the museum. Okay. Sophia or Sophia Dorothy is a substitute, Dorothy's a substitute teacher, teacher so and Rose works, works at a grief center. She volunteers at a grief center. Okay. Well, like that means you could like pretty much go out any night you, you want to get plowed. Yeah. Like, but they're sure. old people, so they're used to their the the the, the you know the, the Friday night Saturday night is the night. Yeah. And that's also the crowd you go out for, right? Yes. Like if they're gonna go out to like the rusty anchor to a bar like you want to go out on a Friday night right like you want that crowd that it's vibe it's an actual bar on the show it is an actual yeah, bar yeah, on the yeah, show yeah. but like that's where you you know what I mean yeah. or, or that's when they're you know the, the bingo parlor is going to have the big you yeah. know dance night for Sophia and you know Mildred or whatever yeah. so 
Um, it's the night. Yeah. Okay. And they gotta they gotta doll up for it. They gotta, yes. They all have dates and things. Yes. Men are men because men are pop. Their their boyfriends are maybe still working, so they're still on a Friday schedule. I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Don't normalize them. Don't normalize. I don't know what I. I'm not normal. I'm unnormalizing. You're unnormalizing. I'm getting specific to the plight of the old. Also, can I just say, seeing uh, Rose, seeing Betty White on this show, it was crazy to me how you can be. I know how stupid this sounds, but I was watching. I was like, man, it's crazy that you can be old and then still get way older, right? Because being so much more familiar with current. Uh, uh, Betty White I was like my god she looks like a teenager on the show but also still looks like a woman in her who's like 60 interesting is 80s old is different from 2015 old so Mm -hmm. like women their age like they're only like 60 yeah and you know Jane Fonda is doesn't look anything like these women but yet she's older than what these women were when the Mm -hmm. show was taped so like there's something about an 80s aesthetic and style that was pushed towards women that literally just made them look old in their 50s yeah well in watching this too I realized that the this is still my like what you're saying about Jane Fonda this show is still my idea because I watched it in like my formative years yeah I still think old people, like, if you're in your 60s, I think you look like this. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. I'm like, my dad yeah. is, like, 67. And he like, doesn't look like yeah, that, Yeah, he's not he? no. walking around in, like, a boxy suit and, yeah. like, oh, hello, ladies. Yeah. Yeah, guy's got a t-shirt on most of the time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, so it's a different, I mean, yeah. things have changed. Yeah. <laughs> things have changed. Things have changed, you guys. A lot of, uh, a lot of work in Pilates. Um, mm, so Rose doesn't, yeah. have a, Rose doesn't have a date. She's been going through a dry spell. And she's lonely. And she's lonely. And, and Blanche, you know, recommends, like, have you ever given any thought to advertising? Yeah. And Rose has a great line where she says, oh, Blanche, I could never dress the way you do. <laughs> which is great. And then she says, uh, plus I have to wear undies, which I think is the first time. Because. Oh, but she, I have to wear undies because my wool skirts aren't lined. This which, is the most disgusting joke which I've ever heard. made Will, I've never seen someone, like, scrunch up. In his face, so you were like, "Ew, ew, ew!" It's like, like he imagined Rose's vagina and immediately went. Whoa. No, it wasn't Rose's vagina. It was any vagina. It was yeah, how, even young vagina. How crass can I be? You can be as crass as you want. Because essentially, it's the same thing as when you watch uh, like Two and a Half Men or like those kinds of Chuck Lorre sitcoms, and you deconstruct the like entendres of the joke down mm-hmm. to the base meaning. So what Rose is saying is. I couldn't dress like you because I would get my wet pussy all over my wool scarf. Uh, oh, no, I don't think that's what she was saying. She's saying my skirts are unlined. No, but but, but she, she, but she says it's a wool skirt. Yeah. So a wool skirt up against your bare skin. Like, if anything, she's just going to get a rash. But on she's her talking about region. undies. She's talking about undies. It's yeah, still she, her. There was, there, she's, there, I see what he's saying. There's... There, the reason why there was undies in that line is that you're thinking of her nasty bits. And then she goes into wool skirt. Yeah, you could be like, you could be the hottest twenty six or twenty seven year old on earth, yeah. and you still don't want your gross genitals all over wool. Like yeah. that, that's not coming out. But Friends, the, the Friends we, does this too. But the reason why it's a wool skirt, though, it's, it's not about getting wetness on. Because then she wouldn't have said wool. She would have had to. Maybe wetness isn't a good word. But wool, her, but no, her it's lubricated. No, that's not what guys. Guys, I am as the only person who has a vagina in this room. Let me just say, the joke is 
It's a wool skirt, so that's wool that's rubbing against your vagina, and that is going to be a very uncomfortable feeling. But yeah. stuff still comes it's out be, of... It's like friction oh. and rashes. That's what they're talking about. They're talking about wetness. Then she wouldn't have said wool skirt. She just would have said, oh, none of my uh, none of my skirts are lined. No, but wool skirt is the worst thing to this get. This is the longest your... we've ever talked about one of the girls' but, vagina. But getting, like, your genital fluids all over any fabric... Wool is the worst. So one. you think it's about like uh, laundering? Like you think it's about la- like both laundering a- and both just sitting there and being like, ugh. I'm like, I can like feel myself in this damn wool Does skirt. Does that come out of you when you walk? Not me, because <laughs> I don't have a vagina. We're gonna have to agree to disagree. Oh, I but think. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't wear wool pants without underwear. Cause yeah. yeah, my balls sweat, especially in wool. Yeah. But Ooh. wouldn't but wouldn't you say that my you balls would, sweat all the time? But yeah. you could make the same <laughs> argument that you you would wear any kind of fabric because you you if it's not lined you want you don't want to get your fluids but on it. But wool is the worst because it's the hottest. Yeah, so it will create. And it's, but it's difficult to clean. It's a skirt, though. Uh, but that's... a wool skirt is still hotter than, like, uh, you got a nice breezy cotton skirt. Guys, All right. I appreciate the dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna, I'm How so... many of the writers of this show are not dead? Because I'm contacting all <laughs> of them. Plenty of them. Quite of them are alive. You know yeah. what? I'm very excited for the thing that we're going to announce at the end of this episode yeah. because we're going to be able to have There's a gonna discussion. There's going to be quite a discussion. We're going to kill one of the oh, writers oh, of the Golden Girls <laughs> live on the show. All right. We're going to keep we're gonna keep <laughs> plowing on through. So the oh, listeners God. are going to be like, why are they all yelling at the same time? Why um, are they all talking about vaginas? So, uh, so Dorothy Dorothy mentions that the community center runs dating ads for free yes. and Rose says I could never imagine meeting a guy that way yeah. and it, and I, I think too that speaks very much to like today people are using like Tinder and Hinge and all yeah. these apps it is a very polarizing thing because like I tried it for a while but I just wasn't I couldn't there still I was is like, a thing where you're embarrassed to say where you met someone if it is from online sure you know like sure. I have guys I, I don't know about you know, date sites. I feel like I'd be okay. I'm okay with everything, so I'm mm-hmm. just way too honest. But, like, I have friends who will, they'll be embarrassed to say, okay, Cupid, or they met off okay, Cupid, or Tinder. But, like, gay guys will especially find other reasons to not say that they met on Grindr or some hookup app. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's, like, shameful in some way. See, I don't think that stuff's shameful. I just, I would just have a really hard time like having an initial conversation with somebody. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, it wasn't for me, but I think that's very interesting in that. You lead with your dick. These. Yeah, I get why you would be a sh- huh? I get <laughs> I get why you'd be a little embarrassed being like, "Uh, eh, I met my boyfriend on Grinder cuz it's like, yeah. eh, I it's like I can't even just like have sex with somebody once yeah. and then move on. I got to turn it into a relationship. <laughs> like I'm not even good at using Grinder. I used it to date people instead of its the I mean, intent. intended purpose. Yeah. If, but yeah. If, if as if as a guy, if a guy was like, "I I'm using Grinder to actually maybe like find a boyfriend, I'm open to that." Is that like a thing that people will make fun of you yeah. for? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. There's definitely like a, oh, you're just looking for dates, pass, like it's not no. All right. Well, the, and people just don't do it. People get angry at you and we're like, it's grinder, get real. Like when people say, let's go on a date, they're like, no, let's just hook up. This is what happens when men interact with men. Yes. <laughs> like it's disgusting. <laughs> it's horrible. Alright. Yeah. Oh god, I Okay. Alright. So <laughs> my life. So the next day, um uh Oh, and they also talk about how 
the uh, Blanche has the comment where she's like, "Oh, I've got some castoffs yeah. you could date." And at that moment, I was like, "Oh my god, there is an op- there's an episode of Entourage with this exact same plot <laughs> yeah. with Blanche's Johnny drama and Rose <laughs> as Turtle." And I was like, "How have I discovered that Entourage recycled plots from, from the, the Golden, Golden Girls?" Girls. But they're surprised. kind of the same show. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. 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 The shows. A uh, Golden Girls really set the precedent. I can't think of another show that had like four. You know, friends basically. I think Dorothy is E. <laughs> I don't watch. Entourage. I don't. I don't know Entourage because Jeremy yeah. Piven. I think he. Well, I know he has a tiny dick, and I also he just like I. He makes me angry. It's the worst television show that's ever yeah. been on the air, and I've seen every single episode three times. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that show. That's amazing. Are you excited for the film? Uh, yeah, but not in the traditional usage of the word excited. <laughs> or the word film, I mean. Yeah, right, <laughs> the two-hour episode of the show. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, so the next morning. So, uh, so the next morning, um, uh, we start off in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and, um, and we get our, our, our B story, which is that, uh, is it, this is a, I don't know, it's a, it's a it's weird, a weird B, B story. story. It doesn't yeah. really go anywhere, but Sophia basically has, like, met a guy down at the center, this, like, British guy named Willie who has a fedora. He has yeah. the hots for her, and he's following her around. Yeah. She says this. She literally looks out the window, like, do you see a guy with a fedora out there? She Sophia's afraid for her life. Yeah. No one's addressing it, or yeah. they're just blowing past it. Yeah, they're like, like, no, because it's an old all clear. Dude. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? Old people can carry weapons. Old people know what chloroform is. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> they blow past it. Like, yeah, what know. old white guy has ever carried a weapon that he used without thinking first? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The guy has a fedora. Like, he's yeah. hiding. Yeah, it's some he MRA in the bushes. That's amazing. You know what I mean? Uh, like, she also made, there's, I wanted to bring up something. She made a thing about the Archduke Ferdinand. Oh. What was that joke? Oh, the references on this show. Yeah. Yeah. But the, probably the funniest story, true story from history, involves the Archduke Ferdinand and his assassin, uh, Gar- Gavrilo Princip in that like it was oh like, I loved him in Beauty and the Beast yeah well uh, there was like the, the Archduke he was there was a parade that him and his wife Sophie were like on and there were these Serbian sort of rebels that wanted to assassinate the Archduke Ferdinand and they all there was like six of them and each and every single one of them fucked up on so many layers that it was just like sheer happenstance that they actually made they assassinated the Archduke Ferdinand which then started World War One, which also led kind of to Vietnam too but whatever like literally <laughs> History lessons, you guys. I know. No, it's really funny. So the the first guy, he throws a grenade, and like someone in the Archduke Ferdinand sort of parade of cars, with his fucking hand, blocks the grenade, goes into the crowd, blows up, hurts a bunch of people, whatever. So then the other and that guy went on to join. The, he was in the NBA. Yeah, yes. his yeah. name was yeah. LeBron. That was Sean Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either of them. Well, Sean Bradley <laughs> got a lot of block. He was like a big white stiff, and that okay. all he could do was block shots because he was like super with his tall. massive hand. Yeah, yeah, he was notorious for getting dunked on by every dude who dunked in the league. Well, did he do what this Serbian rebel did by taking a cyanide pill? But it was an old cyanide pill, so all, all that happened to him was he, him he just threw up a yeah. bunch. And all six of them took these pills thinking that it was good, or five of them took these pills thinking like, okay, we're going to die now. And they're all just like throwing up profusely. So the police, of course, catch them because <laughs> there's like six really sick people. And then one of them, so the Archduke leaves and he's going to go to the hospital to visit people who've been wounded. And they pull through this alley and the one guy, the one guy who gets away sees the Archduke Ferdinand. He's like, you know, downing his sorrows in a bar or whatever. And he sees the Archduke Ferdinand in his car outside and that's how 
he assassinates the Archbishop. Wow. Oh, he was like Rudy. He, he was like the underdog. Yeah. And they were like, and one of you them can't even, join us. Give us your cyanide pill. You suck. And one of them he, even tried to get away. He took the cyanide pill. He tried to run away. He's running. He jumps off. He jumps off a bridge, but the bridge is, like, only five feet tall, and there's only, like, a little bit of water, and it's just mud, so he just sinks into the mud, <laughs> he breaks his leg, not only is he throwing up profusely, but he broke his leg, and the police just, like, stand there, and I think they just shoot him, because, like, <laughs> I mean, it's, like, wow. the funniest assassination in the United States, or in the world history, because it happened in France. You a should write a book American. called yeah, yeah. Hilarious, classic American. Hilarious Assassinations I, by Nate Johnson. I'm just saying, if Drunk History is listening and they need someone to tell the history of the Archduke Ferdinand assassination, yeah. I could probably do that even though I'm sober. Yeah, you I, would st- do it. I was going to say, you stumbled your way through that one and you yeah. didn't even need to be drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I could probably do a great drunk. They just blindfold you, spin you around a couple yeah. times, stick it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. So Rose comes into the kitchen and she's a little she's upset because she she did put out this personal ad yeah. and no she one hasn't responded. gotten any responses yet and uh, it's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. She says I haven't felt this rejected since I was rejected by Uncle Sam and Blanche, who's like taking off nail polish, just kind of like looking at her nails and buffing them or whatever. And she's like, "Well, honey, if he was your uncle, maybe it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> now, if he was your cousin, it might be a different story." Which. Oh, Blanche. How many times did Blanche sleep with a family member? I I feel like... And then, oh, and then Ro- Dorothy says, like, Blanche, were any of your relatives in deliverance? Which I thought was very funny. Have any of you guys ever been attracted to a family member? No. Not kidding. My boyfriend and I had this conversation last night. Really? Stan and I. Yes, we did. We were... I was like, did you ever... Like, when you were a kid, did you ever have, like, a cousin where you were like... I understand that I'm related to them, but if I weren't related to them, I would be like, oh, that's... Like, you could think your cousin's cute without having, like, any sort of weird feelings toward them, but just, like, you could say, like, oh, you're an objectively good-looking person. Yeah. And leave it at that. Because I had a cousin that I was, like, objectively, I was like, oh, you're, like, a cute guy. Yeah. But I wasn't like, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm nervous. I have a crush on my cousin. Yeah. I just thought objectively he was a handsome guy. There was a girl in my family... Like a step cousin that was just like gorgeous. Dude, fair game, bro. Fair game. Fair game. Fair game. Fair game. Cindy, step. Cindy Crawford and uh, Billy Baldwin, Daniel Baldwin. Oh yeah, yeah. Was in that? Fair yeah. game, man. Yeah. Fair That's game. That is fair quite game. a reference. Fair game. I don't think the, half the kids who listen to this because there's a lot of young people <laughs> are just are gonna know what fair game. Is. Or who Cindy Crawford is. Yeah, it's, it's no, Cindy Crawford's Cindy film Crawford. debut, and then they're like, oh, it was also great? her last film. It was her last film. Too. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, my cousin, she was. But the weird thing about her was, like, I was like, oh, I could probably sleep with her because of, you know, step thing. But then I was like, everyone else in her family is really ugly. So how did she happen? And then my other cousin, my male cousin, he just has a good body. And I was like, I wonder what he looks like naked. (laughs) Okay. That's really all I'm... What if you had a terrible reason? You're like, ah, no, I would never sleep with a cousin. You know, I'm only into black chicks. (laughs) Oh, well, that went from reasonable to gross real quick. (laughs) You make it all... You make a reasonable thing racial. Very good. I usually do. I only like uh, Asian women, so... I'm not having sex with any of my cousins. So... So now we are... So now it's... Uh, we can, it's, it's, it's some time has passed yes. in the episode, right? Oh, yeah, very scary. It felt like this whole thing could have happened in one day as no. well. Yeah, but it, but it was it all literally over a week. It definitely took place two weeks, over... Two weeks. Three weeks. It took, yeah, you know, it was over the... No, it could have been longer than that. lots of letters get we know two forth. weeks. Like, the ad was placed we, that day. So, mm-hmm. like, they had that conversation. And at some, point, at some point after that, the ad was placed. And then two weeks later, they had this conversation in the kitchen. And now, we don't know how much time has gone by, yeah. but Dorothy and Blanche are playing gin yes. out on the lanai. And uh, first of all, B. Arthur's 
outfit matches the cups, which is great. It's like <laughs> yeah. pink and white. And then Blanche's red and black sweater match the napkins that are underneath them. And we've Amazing. noticed this a few times on yeah. the show. Their outfits will match like the plastic wear and like the, the cups and the dishes. It's a very, very interesting thing that they do. Um, Rose comes out. She's very excited. Yeah. She's gotten a response from her personal ad. Um, Rose thinks it might be a little weird to go out with him, but like she's just going to write back because she's excited. Excited. Someone responded. Yeah. She's excited. So then she hurries off. And this is the first time they've kind of done a funny reveal yeah. like this. Um, Blanche admits to Dorothy, like, I wrote that letter. <laughs> like this like very sneaky yeah. kind of thing. And um, she wrote the letter, and she also reveals that the name of the man that she wrote the letter that from, his name is Isaac Newton. Why? Now, Blanche isn't supposed to be dumb. Like, why would she go with Isaac Newton? Well, she's, I don't know. She knows like, Rose is dumb. She's like, watch watch how dumb I prove this woman is. Here's yeah, it's I, Isaac Abraham Lincoln Newton is my name. Here's what I bet happened. I bet wrote, I bet Blanche was like, oh, I can't take this anymore. We got to fix this. And she was like, oh, shit. Mail's going to be picked up at 5. It's 4.50. Yeah. And then I she hurry noticed up. her pen rolled off the table. And she was like, Isaac, Isaac Newton. Newton. That was good, my friend. And then that it was, was going to be like Blanche's own inside joke. Um, that was that in, in modern day sitcoms, they would have flashed back to that moment yeah. where the pin fell and she had the mm-hmm. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. an apple bonks her in the head and yeah. she's like, Oh, oh. Um so she she's just says that was for, for that was the first name that came to mind. Scientist. So then um Was then he murdered we, also for that? Who? I think he was sent to death. Isaac Newton? Yeah, there's a there's an Indigo Girls song about that. Oh my god. Yeah, it's called Isaac Newton. <laughs> Is there also an uh, Indigo Girls song about how incompetent the assassination attempt of Archduke Ferdinand was? <laughs> no, but we should I only that. know things Guys, from Indigo Guys, is there Girls an songs. Indiegogo campaign trying <laughs> to get Franz Ferdinand the new album going? <laughs> uh, Let's just see how many just paths we can go off in. Um... So now, for sponsorship. more time has now passed. We don't know how much time has passed, yeah. but now we're in the kitchen. It's nighttime. Dorothy and Blanche are in the thick of writing yet another letter to Rose yeah. from Isaac Newton. And you can tell, like, the correspondence has been going back for a while. Yeah, they refer and to letters. Yeah. Letters. Yeah. So that's the other reason the timeline seems very sketchy on this. Because there, like, there are lots of allusions to like all those letters, yeah. all the letters we mm-hmm. wrote, and like the mail takes a while. At yeah. least three, four days locally. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So there. So there might be other episodes happening during this yeah. episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. We see, you know, we see Rose come in holding the mail, and we don't realize that there's a letter from Isaac Newton in there. That's very good. I like. Wow. I like thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, it's like this You're is right. like that that forty five and me documentary where we we come. You remember that that. Documentary series where they, the guy he like sees these kids at five and then fifteen. I mean seven up, seven up series. Oh yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah. yeah that's so it would actually is. be seven. 14, 21. <laughs> yeah, okay. 45 yeah. of me. Yeah. Where he investigates people every 45 years. Yeah. So at 45, <laughs> and then they all died before the second one, unfortunately. But yeah. that was the idea yeah, behind it. That was the idea. <laughs> we we so, had a lot of hope. <laughs> so, so, you know, Dorothy's sort of being like the, the rational one here, and she's like, you know, this is getting a little out of control. I think, you know, we should try to send him away to like Saskatchewan or something. Yeah. Just to say that he's moving. But also... 
they're doing this because earlier Rose said, I would never meet this guy. Yes. Yeah. It's just nice that someone's interested. Mm-hmm. So I guess they're then like, well, no one has ever changed their mind before. Nobody's so going to get hurt in this situation. we're perfectly safe sending her letters forever. Yes. Because she made this casual remark mm-hmm. once. Oh, but they have good intentions. And also... I don't think they do. They've made... <laughs> so they've made... In some point in their exchanges, they've, yeah. they've identified Isaac Q. Newton as a citrus farmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so, from or is doing something in Canada. They're well, they're no, they're, they're they're like let's send him to Saskatchewan. Oh, Saskatchewan. And she's yes. like, why would a citrus farmer be there? And she's like, I don't know. Why are we making him up? And uh, Rose comes into the kitchen and she's like, you know, these letters have been great. I think I want to meet Isaac. And Dorothy, this is one of those amazing Dorothy yeah. moments where. She does she does the the clenched angry yeah. you know what we're talking about if you're a fan of the show where yeah. she goes to Rose she goes what makes you think he's special you hardly know him and she looks at Blanche and she does the claw and yeah. it is just the <laughs> it's greatest It's amazing Jim Carrey stole that It's amazing Remember in Liar Liar the claw no, just oh yeah, no, I remember. <laughs> and then, uh, so Rose hurries Am off. I the only one with a good childhood. Rose hurries off, and uh, I think animals invented the claw. Mm. If I'm being correct, <laughs> no, I believe you're... animals with claws as like a means of both offense and, and defense. And then Lady Gaga stole it and marketed it. <laughs> That's right, yeah. she did. Well, no, but Michael Jackson did it before her for Thriller. Wow. Yeah. Um, but they, Rose leaves the room, and and the great button to it the just scene made me is. Sad he's dead. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, and uh, <laughs> there's a really, I'm sorry, we keep tangenting. It's fine. But there's a really funny joke on the league where um, uh, Nick Kroll and Jason Manzukas are talking, and uh, and he says uh, something about like Whitney Houston, R.I.P. And Jason Manzukas' character Rafi is like, Oh my gosh, Whitney Houston dead is Whitney Houston is dead. Does Michael Jackson know? <laughs> it's just a really great joke. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, the button to the scene is uh, Rose hurries off, and then Blanche yeah. says, "How do you spell Saskatchewan?" <laughs> da da da, and then da. that's like, and then great. Will mm-hmm. spelled it. You spelled it. Oh God! Do uh, it again. Do it again. I believe it is S A S K E Saskatchewan. Wait, S S A wait. Say it first, like they do in the Saskatchewan. S A S K A. T C H E W A N. Now you say the say the word again. Saskatchewan. Could I get the word used in a sentence? Oh, you know yes. what? I typed. Okay, how do you spell Saskatchewan? That's your sentence. Um, I just wrote it out here the way that you spelled it, and I'm not getting that weird red squiggly underline. So you must You're have spelled correct. it correct. So you are so hey. smart. Grew up in the province right next door. Wow. I did. Uh, I did it. I toured through Saskatchewan. Will's from Canada. It was mm-hmm. a hellish experience. <laughs> <laughs> Those shows were not good, man. <laughs> mm. All right, so. Um, now more time has passed. Yes, and they're getting ready the for this big sort of fundraiser night. The women are all getting ready. Is. So much sparkle. So let's go with each one. And so these outfits. Blanche is Hello. wearing a red sequined top with the figure skater mesh sort of chest covering where you can see through it, but there's obviously some material there. Yes. Um, and it's also like like 
like dense mesh. Yeah, like you're not yes. getting any body no. lines. No, Which is but weird also, because she would be revealing the most. I don't like that cut of dress on her. It's yeah. very straight across and then straight down. Yeah. And she looks really good in like a low cut V-neck. Well, she has she, a small and chest. Will even small made waist. a point at the beginning of the episode where Rose is talking about the undies and the what led to the vagina. Yeah, Rose is like, I, I couldn't dress like a, a slut like you do. Yeah. But it's like, well, she's been wearing like potato sack dresses. Yeah, well, she was yes, wearing like but, a pink weird boxy dress at the beginning that was not slutty at all. So something, maybe maybe Rue McClanahan like, felt she was a little fat. No, I don't think so, because she was also wearing a nightie at one point that was cut very low. But nighties are different. Nighties are flowy. You can be fat in a nightie. Uh, I don't know. I look, don't think you, so. Look, look, you can be fat in whatever you want. Let's True. not tell people what they can be. I can't so, can't be fat. You can so be fat Fia, in a <laughs> Sophia's wearing a black dress with lots of, like, <laughs> lots of sparkles and gems on it. Yes. And then Dorothy. Dorothy's is like... A I would light wear it. I would teal wear it. velour layered dress thing with a bow tie. It it's is. A, like, it's almost like it's a. It's a. Yeah. It's like a flowy white bow tie type shirt with a teal bow tie. Yes. And then a robe. Teal but like robe. a short robe, like a robe that went yeah. down just below her waist. But and then there was like a person, s- it would be a full length robe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yes. yes. But then also the skirt looked like the robe yes. part. Yes. So it looked like a bathrobe. Also, I don't know if it was the fabric or what, but there were times where it looked like she was wearing camouflage. Yeah. As well. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. You may. There was like Will was genuinely. Like unsure if it was a nightgown or if it was an actual. Yes, yeah, you to couldn't the point tell where, if she was going out that yeah, night. Yeah, I didn't know if she was going out or if she was staying in because she had a bow tie on, but then <laughs> also like a dressing she gown. She often sleeps in a bow tie. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Don't so, we all? So Rose, I have classy <laughs> dreams that way. So they're all sort of talking about their dates for this like fundraiser event, whatever this evening, and um, and Rose comes out and she says that Isaac let her know. Um, that he was moving to Saskatchewan because he was going to be the first fudge pot supervisor. He was going to be the fudge pot supervisor in the first domed citrus farm in Canada. Yeah. Do you guys know what a fudge pot supervisor is? No. What does that mean when it comes to citrus farming? I don't no. know what that means. All right, I don't either. Any of the listeners, if you guys know what a... I mean, we could <laughs> do a Google search. If any of, yeah, if any of you know, feel free to send us the Google link yes. to that send information. Send us the Wikipedia page. <laughs> Uh, no, let us know if you know more about it than we do. If you know please. more about fudge potting, I, I just it don't... It sounds like a sex act. Yeah, a fudge pot <laughs> supervisor. Ugh. <laughs> yes. Come um, on, let's do some fudge potting. Uh, it's really, weird. No, I don't want to get the plastic tarp out. <laughs> it's very strange. I don't know what that is. But she says he We're said he was moving here. to Canada. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? I didn't want to miss out on the opportunity. So I looked him up in the phone book. I asked him out to this banquet tonight. And he's going to be here any minute. But also, if he's moving, what is this quote-unquote opportunity? Like, so if he's moving for sure, she's well, like, I needed to see him. Is it like, eh, I want to like... I want to, like, have sex with him once. No, I think she's just, like... Sex, she just wants to meet him. She wants to meet before him he moves, before, before he, he moves. Leaves. Like, yeah. just, to see, just to just to meet him and see where it goes. I, yeah. I don't think she has a ton of expectations. Yeah. Um, okay. But what are they going to do? Have a long-distance relationship? Who knows how long these people well, have Well, it's left. Rose. She writes letters, clearly. I so guess. Maybe know. she'd meet him and be like, I have a new friend. Like, yeah. I, I can see why she'd want to do that. She's a genuine person. My bigger issue, which, first of all, <laughs> Dorothy and Blanche's faces when she says yeah. this, like, I looked him up, I called him, he'll be here any minute. They're like, oh my god, who did she call? Yeah. Here's my question, logistically. I know you try to tell me to overlook things like this, it's just a show, but if you look up, she says he was the only Isaac Newton in the phone book, right? Even if he was the only Isaac Newton, 
she looks him up. It would have his address, right? His address probably wouldn't address match the same address that's in the letters. She would call him. The first thing you would say is, hi, Isaac, this is Rose. Uh, my name's Rose Nyland. I've been corresponding with a man named Isaac Newton. Is that you? Yeah. Right? You would ask that. But he was obviously, I mean, we haven't met him yet. He's about to walk in. After we meet him, it's pretty clear he's just as kind of slow as she is. Okay, so you just think that the two, their two negatives made a positive? Yes, like, okay, I do. All right. And I don't think the address really matters because, you know, my address never, my, my address on my ID never matches any, where I'm living at the time. Yeah, okay, but I don't know. I, I still feel like that was, oh, that's, that's what point. you leave the with. The phone book is phone. not like a legal document. Yeah, yeah. no, it's just something that, like, she could have moved since then. Yeah. Um, but yeah. anyway, that's the act break where mm-hmm. she's basically like, a stranger's about to come pick me up on a date. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Great act break. <laughs> um... So, uh, so then we come back in. We pick right back up in the same scene. Um, Willie, this British man, shows yeah. up to take Sophia to the Adorable. reception. It is... This man is like... He just... Oh, I'm looking for the widow Sophia. Oh, He's, Sophia, we will have the grandest time. Come First on, of, you guys, you all get boners from accents. No, this Not dude, that. but this dude was such a simpering wiener, like. And he was so theatrical. Wait, wait, can we just have a round of applause for simpering wiener? I love simpering. It's <laughs> such a good series of words, simpering wiener. Continue. Or <laughs> I, 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 I don't just like just this guy like oh, oh Sophia. He was like a British droopy dog. Like he was like no oh, going down down. You guys are really you. judgmental about and a man who seem we don't know yet, but his intentions seem very genuine. But here's the thing, also. Uh, well, I, well, okay, we'll talk about when we find out what his intentions we, are. Yes. Surprise! They end up getting married, and he becomes a series regular in every other episode. Boom, of the show. I don't know if you remember Sophia. that. <laughs> Yeah, he becomes a new main ca- uh, cast member. That would be amazing. So, so he shows up to take her out. I mean, Sophia very she just very clearly doesn't like him because yeah. he's like, uh, he's like, I'm not taking no for an answer, and she's like, Oh yeah, take this for an answer, and then does that. I still don't know what that means when someone cups their hand. That's under like their fuck chin. you. Yeah, yeah. But why don't they just like? Oh, I guess you can't do it. That was, her. but that was a '90s. That's like old. I remember that from like the '90s. My friends and I do it. Oh yeah, us doing that too. Is you it a way of finger? not doing that? It's just, it's not... When I said that, I put up my middle finger, not It's not... Oh, yeah, not that it's, visual things. Yeah. It's not that it's, like, a replacement for the middle finger. It's an alternative. Yeah. So it's... They... One did not come from the other. They're, mm-hmm. like, separate things, and the hand under the chin coming out just, like, fell out of favor. Isn't that a godfather thing? Yeah, it might be, like, an Italian thing. Yeah. I, I always like assume aggressive thing. gestures start with Italians. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, or Germans. So oh, yeah. the doorbell rings, <laughs> and... Isaac Newton's at the door, and yeah. he's this very, like, he's very timid, and it's so funny Wait, because... Wait, we should talk about the actor who plays him, because he is a character actor that is in so many things. Including the season finale of this, uh, of yeah. this season, yeah, yeah, yeah. in which he plays a completely different character. So strange. So, it's Paul Dooley, who, someone mentioned him the other day, I, no, I was talking with Elliot Glazer last night, and he got brought up randomly, not randomly, because of this of episode, we were talking about the season finale. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, anyway, this guy, he's been in so many things. I mean, he was just in a... a he was an episode comedy of bang Comedy Bang Bang. But, like, how I know him is as the very sad but sweet drunk dad in Runaway Bride. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He yeah. does look younger than all of them. He does. Yeah. Like, he just... He looks like a younger guy who looks old. Like, mm-hmm. he looks like a really old-looking 40-year-old man. Like he Mr. Also, Belden. He Belden. also kind of Belden. looks like Droopy Dog, doesn't yeah. he? 
Yeah. Low deer. Yeah. Low. Like, a wheel guy. <laughs> Rose. I don't know. Did I spill it? He's Pat. We're doing Pat, guys. <laughs> oh, no. Pat's the... Oh, 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 oh great. Oh. It wasn't good enough when Julia Sweeney did it. <laughs> <laughs> she had cancer. <laughs> guys, I wouldn't have known about the band Ween if it weren't for the movie It's Pat. Ooh, that's so. true. Um, I met, if It's Pat had been a huge success, yeah. it would have absolutely put Borat to shame. Oh, yeah. In terms of how annoying it's catchphrases immediately. Oh, but yeah. yeah. Like, is there a better movie that you loathed more because of what it did to the culture yes. than Borat? Yes. Stuart Smalley saves his family. But that's oh, not yeah. a good movie. It is a good oh, movie. Stop. I don't know. I don't think it Vincent is. Vincent D'Onofrio. I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, oh, Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> well. Of the worst law and order. <laughs> He's also in the new Jurassic World. Oh, is he? Yeah, I just saw that. Okay, Sorry, so Isaac shows up. Thanks, IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> Isaac shows up. He's very timid. As yeah. soon as Dorothy answers, the Dory kind of leans in. He's like, Rose? Like, very, yeah. you can tell right off the bat, he's like, Which he's explains aware. how this weird, you know, conversation between Rose yes. and He is go. so dumb. It does kind of make it seem, like you were saying, it does almost make it seem plausible that yes. she'd call and be like, this is Rose, and I'd love to see you before you move. And he'd be like, well, I didn't know I was moving, but yeah. okay. Yeah. I live in a boarding house. Might as well. Yeah. I guess so I'm moving someday. <laughs> he comes in, and he's wearing, like, a brown yeah. suit with, like, a tan Very shirt. early 80s, late 70s. Like, late 70s kind yeah. of look. And uh, and Dorothy's like, hey, you know, come in, make yourself comfortable. He's like, oh, no, I'm never comfortable. And you can tell he's, like, very awkward and he's sweaty. He's sweating through his suit, yeah. And, um, me, always, always. And Rose comes out and greets him. <laughs> And Dorothy and Blanche, it, they do their first sort of trying to intersect yeah. Rose to, to tell her the truth. But, you know, they do this a few times where, you know, she's sort of like, oh, no, no, let's go. And, you know, they all. But uh, Blanche thinks it's going to work. Yeah. Because they're talking and they're she both. something. They're both such goons. Yeah. That Blanche because, is like, I've done it again. Yes. Well, <laughs> My Rose, act of cruelty pays <laughs> off for everyone. But Rose is like. Can I get you something? And he says cheese would be nice. So like, yeah. they. I mean, that's I think why Blanche is like, oh my gosh, they're meant for each other. Which is actually kind she, of well, sweet. She she offers him. She goes, would you like a dairy product? Yeah. Because earlier she's like, we like all the same. We have all the same interests. Yeah. We like all the dairy products, <laughs> which I like all dairy. Anything dairy, I'm in for. Done. I yes. mean, but people are like that. Yeah. <laughs> So, people like dairy. Especially in the 80s. Yes. People didn't realize that it was gross and bad for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We don't need it as adults. No. Yeah, we no. do. Sure we do. Calcium. No. No, no, no. Oh, no. You bought into that. Ah, the lobby made you think that. Ah, no. Osteoporosis. I need it for my bones. You pills for that. Yeah. I would never drink milk with that many ingredients. <laughs> almond milk. You guys remember those commercials where it like, made people feel bad for yeah. drinking almond milk? Yeah. yeah. But there is science behind There's a whole article in the New York Times about how... As children, as babies, you do need milk. You legitimately need milk. But as we get older, there's been this whole huge milk lobby that adults start becoming less... They can't take milk. They can't. Their bodies can't mm -hmm. process milk, which is why so many adults are lactose intolerant. And most adults don't need it. But with calcium, you can get calcium in other ways. So, like... You need calcium through spinach, through broccoli. You can through, eat a dude's bones. You can eat a dude's bones. Yeah. You can like I do eat a lot have of a lot of. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Anymore. <laughs> um, Are you saying eat jizz? I'm just saying, you're saying. I'm just saying you don't need to drink a lot of milk okay. as you get older because Great. you could become sick. Okay. All right. Well, I'll keep <laughs> yes. that in mind. Yes. We're now at the banquet. Yes. We're at the banquet. But eat yogurt. Sorry. <laughs> 
Yogurt's actually okay for your yeah. stomach because the, of the of cult- the culture, the bacteria mm-hmm. culture. Well, yeah. we're on the same page here. Why aren't you on board? Also, better than Greek yogurt, mm-hmm. Icelandic yogurt. True. Not as much sugar. True. In it. Yeah. And if you want to get yogurt, you should get. Um, organic raw milk yogurt because you guarantee that the cows A don't have any sort of they weren't given any drugs mm-hmm. and B it was free range. Okay. You guys are both looking at me in a very like I sort of feel like I'm being scolded I like, and I like Siggy's because I yeah. mentioned them on Twitter and they sent me a bunch of coupons. Yes. Oh yes. that's cool. Yeah. I haven't done Siggy's that but I will sounds do that now. amazing. <laughs> I like I like, I like the sound Wallaby because Wallaby is a California it's an Australian company but it's made in California so the, the it's the environmental impact of getting Wallabies yogurt is very low compared to Faye or other yogurt. Can I just say, fuck Wallabies. What? Siggy's all the way. Wallabies is garbage to me. Why? I'm shooting for more coupons. Uh. Today's episode of Out on the Lanai was brought well, to you by wallabies. Siggy's <laughs> and, and, wallaby. uh, and Wallaby. Passive confrontation. Okay. Oh, this is direct. <laughs> We're. Stony Field Farm is next. <laughs> We're at the banquet. Yes, we're there. We're, we're there. at the banquet. Let's we're get this back on track. We're at the banquet. Um, Isaac is telling Rose about himself. It's, of course, nothing that's been reflected in his letters. No. He tells her uh, that he wants to be a traffic reporter because he wants the name Isaac Newton to be remembered. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, it's great. Um, and then uh, we go back to Sophia's story. She makes Willie the uptight, fedora-wearing British man, who, by the way, does not wear a fedora at all no. in the episode. No, no, no. Um, it's like that actor was like, like they shot the episode, fired the guy they originally had, brought in a new guy, and he was like, I ain't wearing no fedoras, though. And they're like, we're already over budget. Let's just forget about the fedora. We love his accent. I'm that guy on this podcast, actually. <laughs> but I don't wear anything with, like, I, like graphic. I mean, this is a dis- different case because I don't have laundry. But, like, graphic tees and You're stuff, You're referring I don't. to the Basquiat Yes, I'm wearing a Basquiat. I don't have any laundry. But um, I don't wear graphics. So, uh, Sophia, I, I love this. This is such a grand, this is such a great, such a Sophia thing to do. We've seen her do it a million times. Um, she makes Willie hold open a Ziploc bag so yeah. she can put what looks like shrimp and deviled eggs yeah. inside of it. Oh, in the same bag. Those are both going to smell so bad. Like those two smells put together in a Ziploc bag. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised though if Sophia was like eating them in the car on the she way home. Snack. She has a horrible diet. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Um, and then we realize that Willie has been after Sophia this entire time because he thinks she's a wealthy widow. Yeah. He's basically like, I don't want your money. I'm just trying to look out for you and, and she's the like, moment she says that she admits that she's not a wealthy widow like, that she only said it to get someone off of her tail yeah that oh no she said it to someone to get him to oh. take her to bingo oh yes yes yes, yes. and he just leaves he's like he literally hands her the ziploc bag but I feel like they missed the joke there because instead of him being like give the best to your family and like still doing the British accent yeah he should have handed it to her and been like I'll see you later like yes. he should oh, have reverted to his oh, true form to deliver great. that joke that would have been really great but it's great because yeah. he's Peace out. <laughs> he says Drop it Mike. as he's out the door. He's like, regards to your lovely family. But yeah. he doesn't even, he's not even facing her when he no. says it. He's already out the door. He has a rich guy accent yeah. is the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So when she reveals she's not rich, he should also then reveal he's not rich. Yeah. Yeah. By yeah. then being like, I'm a working class Joe. See, See later, that, then that would have made... That would have made it made sense, and it also would have tied into the other episode about people not being the people you think the that they are. Yeah. Maybe we, we can do a reshoot. <laughs> yes. We can do the Time to exhume some corpses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, no, no, a lot Betty of them were the cremated. She'll the, do everything. Betty White can do everything. Oh, yeah, that would be great. Um, <laughs> the rotten girls just decompose. <laughs> no, corpses. no, no. We can't talk about them like that. That makes us sad. What? Um, no, that's a, the best part of life is that it ends one day and we're released from this hell of an existence. 
<laughs> Today's podcast about so a is brought to you by Grimm. Is brought to not you. the show. That show is fine. And actually. Wallabies yogurt, fantastic yogurt with 17 grams of protein. Oh, I apologize, Siggies. <laughs> so, guys, the inevitable happens. Rose, in talking to Isaac, mm-hmm. realizes he is not the one that's been writing the letters. She's like, he doesn't remember them, and she yeah. starts getting upset. And uh, and she, uh, so Blanche and Dorothy say, look, we wrote those letters. Rose gets really upset and walks into... The bathroom, I, which uh, is a very fancy hotel bathroom. There's a there's a like a powder it's a room in powder one part, room. and the toilets all have a separate door, which I appreciate because of smell. Sure, and it's like you know, it's a nice sure. It's a nice, but thing. we should mention as Rose walks in, there are two doors off of the powder room that you can yes. assume are toilets. One says out of order. She goes to walk in, realizes, and then goes into the well, other door. That's a gag that explains itself in a minute. I know, but I, I'm going to tell you why I don't think they needed to do that and why I just yeah, thought it was very just strange. one bathroom door. Yes, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, yes, true. Rose, <laughs> Rose locks herself in the bathroom. Dorothy and Blanche run in, kind of, they're like, Rose, Rose, they put their ear to the door. They have a conversation with Rose through the door. Rose has a monologue. Yeah, you can't really hear her. Through the bathroom door where she's yeah. basically just saying like, you know, I thought that a, you know, for this I thought that a man was actually taking interest in me and had the same interests and it was just so nice to know that somebody felt that way about me. Very bizarre that yeah. we don't we don't see what's don't on the see inside. What's inside. Like, don't. did they spend so much money on that fucking powder room that yeah. they were like, we literally can't build another swing set, you guys? <laughs> yeah. We're way over budget. We already recast the British actors, lost the fedora. Like, <laughs> yes. we spent the way first too guy much stole money. The fedora. Bedazzling dresses. <laughs> yeah. Um, it just cuts to her in an outhouse. All we could afford was an outhouse set. And like, Will, you made a good point. You were like, wouldn't it be funny if, I mean, Betty White was literally on the other side of the door just reading her lines off of a script that was like... Yeah, she had like the sides from that day. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't shoot me. I didn't memorize this part. (laughs) Yeah, it was more than four lines. What am I going to learn that? I'm Betty White over here. That probably was it. And then she puts a cigarette out on a PA. She's like, (laughs) now run along. (laughs) I'll see you later when you drive me home. So then... So then Isaac Newton sort of barges into the room and he's like, Rose? And Dorothy goes, Isaac, this is the ladies' room. This is where ladies go to the bathroom. Which is weird. As if it needed further explanation. Like, that was, it was like the weirdest story. It was so unnatural. I was like, who the fuck would say that? Yeah. This is the ladies' room. This is where ladies go to the bathroom. It's like, (laughs) and then, and then it was funny because I was like, well, is he that dumb? But then he goes over to that, like. It was around her ottoman. Yeah. Yeah, Like a bright blue ottoman. Yeah. Like an 80s fancy ottoman. Yes. Yes. With like a thing to put your back up against. And he goes, he goes, uh, oh man, how do you lift this thing up? And I was like, ah, maybe she did need to explain it because he obviously yeah, thinks that it's a toilet. Be, and as soon as he did that, I was imagining like all these women sitting around together taking poos, like in a circle on that oh, ottoman. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like, yeah. like, like, like a trough at like a yeah, stadium, because, yeah, like, like a baseball stadium. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's. Uh, Oh, I can't even imagine, you guys. I don't know if you've ever seen a man throw up into one of those while peeing yes. into it. It is. Oh, I haven't seen while peeing. Yeah, I've seen that, and it is for sure one of the lowest moments wow. of my entire life. I've seen a guy kneeling with his throwing up, and he was so drunk, and he was his face was like where the balls live yeah. near the troughs. Oh, I love that thing of I'm such a huge fan of this team. I'm gonna get so drunk I don't remember being at the live event. <laughs> <laughs> 
For oh, all of you, uh, for all of you guys who got a for craving, for, for all of you guys that got a craving for yogurt <laughs> while we were talking about it, we now apologize for talking yeah. about vomiting and with your face close to a urinal. That's cake. what we call faye around here. <laughs> Trough barf. So. No, I like Faye. I meant uh, the. Is that how you pronounce it? I think it's Faye. Is it Faye? Is it Faye? Oh, or maybe it's Faye. It's I not. It was I don't think it's J. It's not big old fag. I think it's like. A, <laughs> it's Wicos, like, though, right, you guys? <laughs> I John Stamos <laughs> told me so. What? Oh, that one I don't like. It's yeah. Oikos, right? Yeah, I don't like Oikos. Yeah, no, I don't like yeah. that either. Yeah. It's always on sale because it's crap. Yeah, because yeah. it's crap. So. <laughs> So they're talking to. They're talking to. Here's here's my issue with this this speech. Guys, I okay. love us. So we so are fantastic. Rose says to Blanche and Dorothy, you know, it was just really nice. You know, it was really nice to hear that someone yeah. thought nice things about me. And Blanche and Dorothy say, but Rose, we feel those things about you, and yeah. that's why we said them. And Rose comes out and thinks that's the sweetest thing, and all is forgiven. But here's the thing. It still doesn't change the fact that she's alone. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Like, and their intentions were good. I get that their intentions were good, and but that like, they said nice things about her, and I could see even me in that situation being like, you were meaning you had you had good intentions, and you said really nice things, which clearly came from them. But at the end of the day. They they let her like no. at the end of the day she invited a strange man into her house who could have also chloroformed her like she was in the same boat that Sophia was. You're, it's, just, you're it's, just going dark and bitter. No, no. but it's I'm also not. she's like you're right. I'm not alone. I have like you guys as my friends. It's but like, like thank God I have you deceivers. You liars! You people yes. who toyed with me—you're very negative. She's she, <laughs> no, she forgave him too easily because let's talk about what's going to happen. They're going to go out of this bathroom. Dorothy and Blanche are going to go back to their dates. They have dates for that night, yeah. and now Rose is going to be. She's stuck with this guy. No. They're going to be like, go wait in the know. car. No, Rose. they're not guys. And they don't even address. Sophia's alone now too. She is. Yeah, but she's got her shrimp and deviled eggs. But like. What are you implying? Those two are gonna go hook up? Uh, <laughs> no, but you know, and, but she had a ton of suitors. Remember, they even make a comment that Sophia's got a lot of guys chasing after her. Yeah. I just think it's very strange that I don't know. All's forgiven, and then we don't even. I mean, maybe it doesn't matter, but we don't even address like what is she going to do about Isaac Newton? Isaac Newton's going to be out there. What is Isaac she going to say to him? Isaac Newton moves to well, Florida. Don't you remember well, the start yeah. of the episode? Because I don't. <laughs> I don't remember. So I'm assuming he did go to Florida. I think, or to I think she went out there and she was like, because he, he did like him. She liked him. They were nice. They okay, had, so you think that she went out there and yes, she was she like. she made the best of it. She's Rose. Okay. All right. Well, then that makes me happy to think that maybe she went out there and she was like. No, but There's I been some miscommunication. My yeah. friends are the devil. Yeah, I still think her friends are the worst. Yeah. And she shouldn't let I them off that easy. I you can't just be like, no, we cruelly toyed with you for your benefit. No. Like, that's the most manipulative gaslighting shit of all time. They had an yes. opportunity <laughs> to stop it when Rose was like, he'll be here any minute. That's when they go, all right, uh, lock the doors. Everybody go out the back. Like, we cannot let you see this guy because... You literally picked a stranger out of a phone book and called him, and he's on his way over here, and we have no idea if he has intentions but, to kill you. But Blanche and Dorothy were too concerned with not getting in trouble like the cowards that they are. <laughs> you guys, no. Thank you. Well, well, do you want to be my new co-host? Yes. I feel like you and I are on the same Yeah, welcome to stuff. 22 Minutes of Cowardice, starring <laughs> Blanche and Dorothy. Sorry, guys, that I just have good things to welcome say. Welcome to Mean people. Girls, starring yes. Blanche and Dorothy. You guys are, you're Mean Girls, fine. 
line, just end it. No, we're not mean girls. They're mean girls. <laughs> no, I'll also no, you be, two are I'll also be mean girls. girls. For sure. <laughs> so, uh, so, so all is forgiven, and 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 Blanche goes. She wants to get back to her dates, mm-hmm. but she says. She says I, something like, and it's so dumb to end, end on a Blanche and Dorothy yeah. joke for like a dumb runner that wasn't even a real runner in the episode, but she's like, I better get out there to Howard, ba- get, get back Howard, out there yeah. to Howard so he can get on Dorothy me. Give me a little tipsy and take advantage of me. Which is what she does. And then Dorothy says, I'm Blanche, Howard is my date. And she goes, oops, and then like that's walks the out of the room and yeah. that's the button. Yeah. And I'm like, what a okay. So anyway, that was the episode. Um, overall, do you guys did you guys like the episode? I mean, I didn't hate it. It's not one of my favorites. Let me just say, it went by very quickly. Yeah, which is not something I can say about a lot of multi-camera sitcoms. Mm. Yeah. I mean, which speaks to the They also covered a lot of time. I feel like in this episode, they probably covered at least a month's worth of time. Oh, boy. They talk real... I felt at the beginning, I really noticed how quickly everyone was talking. If we did the math about how long each episode, like, in length, in weeks-wise, these women would be, like, 300 years old. (laughs) Yeah. You know? (laughs) Because we're so old. No, I'm telling you, they're happening parallel. Yeah. Moments must be happening parallel to each other. They have to. It's a documentary. So I bet uh, episode 11 happens... During the two weeks <laughs> that Rose is getting letters from, uh, that would be such like an Arrested Development from thing to do, yeah, which is really hilarious. Yeah. Because which I feel like they've done on Arrested Development. The, oh well, sh- I mean, sure, they do like little weird, funny, yeah. like nuggets and stuff and Easter eggs and stuff, which is funny because Mitchell Hurwitz was a writer on the Golden Girls yeah. in the later seasons. But that's totally something. If Mitchell Hurwitz had been in on season two, he would have been like, you know, it would have been funny. And they're like, fuck you, TV's never going to be like that. <laughs> Show you. Yeah, I'm going to the internet. This thing that doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, so the Golden Girls was like, why don't we just stay accessible and have a huge audience? Yeah. <laughs> Mitchell Hurwitz was like, suit yourselves, guys. I'm just going to write storylines for ten main characters every episode. <laughs> I may only be 20, but I know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> so at the end of every podcast, Will, we have a golden takeaway. It's a nugget of inspiration or maybe something that you can apply to your life or give to others um, that that comes from the episode. We'll start so you have some examples. Okay. My golden takeaway from this episode is I should write more letters. I think letter writing is a forgot... I actually, lately, when I was in Boston last week, I was considering going out because I saw someone at a Starbucks he looked like a ridiculous human being that could have shaved but he was had a typewriter a cute little travel typewriter that he was typing letters onto to some maybe a lover maybe he just was old but he was typing a letter and I thought I, I should get a typewriter and I should type thank you notes to people when good things happen to, in my life which means I would write one letter but I <laughs> still I would like to have a typewriter and write letters that's my golden takeaway it's a great golden takeaway. Thank you. I think you, in order for people to uh, really know that you wrote it and that you didn't just like buy, <laughs> that you didn't just buy it, like you'd have yeah. to write like I, I, written by H. Allen Scott on no, a tiny typewriter. You can just sign at the bottom, and that's why it's just because it looked. You, you can tell something's written on a typewriter. It well, yeah, like but it. how do I know that you didn't just like order that online at Cog and Pearl and then get it printed out and then and then sign it? And because put it some in an people um, believe people and believe that they're genuine and their intentions are real. Well, that's going to tie into my <laughs> golden takeaway. Take so away? just wait. I am going to actually. I'm going to use my opportunity to give a golden takeaway um, to mention something that Will and I started to say, but then we didn't get to finish, which was. Uh, there's a joke where uh, the reason why there was that out of order sign on the bathroom door was because when Dorothy and Blanche finished talking to Rose, we reveal that there's a line of women waiting to get yeah. in the bathroom and they all clap. 
But here's the thing. They didn't need two bathroom doors for that. Like, Rose is in the fucking bathroom. Like, yeah. all they had to do was have somebody, them, one woman line up to that bathroom. Yeah. And instead, they, they did this whole thing that was, like, tried to throw Maybe us off. Maybe they had to fill time. That I think that, that that would time. there's like some weird executive on that show yeah. who was like, no, a fancy place would never have just one bathroom. Or they were like, who had some sort of crazy hang up about it, and they were like, fine, we'll just have two. Or bathroom they were like, yeah. the fans of the show aren't going to understand unless we have a second bathroom. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> something crazy happened. So my golden takeaway, I guess, then would be like TV writers, uh, eh, maybe. I don't know. I guess you have to do what the executives say. Yeah, you need money. I have no takeaway. I have no takeaway. Well, that's a takeaway of sorts. Sure, that's my takeaway. Well, Golden takeaway, sometimes there's no takeaway. Oh. Is that really That's not takeaway? mine. Okay. <laughs> my takeaway is <laughs> don't trust people or their intentions until you know them. <laughs> I, I literally had, it was crazy watching this. I had like a quasi-relationship with a person on the internet, who is like this like serial liar and emotional abuser? <laughs> I've talked about this with a lot of my friends, and like watching it, it's like, yeah, man, you can't just get a letter from somebody and be like, yeah, a hundred percent, I accept all of this, right? Like, even if this had been a letter from some dude named Isaac Newton, he could have been living in, like, a dumpster and, like, feeding on rats. Like, you can't just trust some dude a dude who's just, like... But would a man living in a dumpster have a lavender pen? Oh, yes. that's how he wrote his letter. Because you throw that kind of crap in the garbage. <laughs> Yeah, you'd find this it in the This is the worst Easter present ever, <laughs> yeah. Grandma. Oh, wow. I'm so glad I bothered graduating high school. <laughs> <laughs> well, can I say uh -huh. how enjoyable you have been? Yeah, this has been great. You really have. You are, uh, I, this is probably one of my top ten guests. You yes. have been, yes. I think you've yes. been the most fired up I have out not of laughed any guests. as much. I've never relaxed in my life. I love it. <laughs> I love it. You are, and, and Will and I didn't really know very well didn't know each other very well before this week. A couple of shows we've done together. Will and I have never this met. This is kind of a nice moment now. I wish we could have kept it that way. <laughs> but I will say, when you texted me, and I was like very quickly reading it before I was walking out the door, I was like, oh, cool. Will Wheaton's doing the podcast. Oh, <laughs> literally haunts for me. For a second. Oh, I know. I, I About once every six months, somebody, like an MC, will introduce me on a show as Will Wheaton. Oh. And I'm like, oh, has it been... Has it been this long already, huh? <laughs> well, he is not Will Wheaton. I'm glad he that you're here in Louisville. To Wheaton. our our great advantage, he is Will Weldon, and yes. you guys should follow him on all of the interwebs. Where can they follow you? Uh, I'm on everything. Everything is Old Man Weldon, uh, and I also have a podcast with my good friend Casey Lai mm. called Ugh a Podcast. It's U G U G H exclamation mark. Is it about the character Ugh from Salute Your Shorts? No, it's about the it's about the characteristic that we both have where I'm well, it's about just not look, I'm unpleasant, so we called the podcast that. That's great. There's an ongoing thing right now where Casey is trying to prove me Proved to me that like fun things are worth doing. Yeah. So that's a fun thing. Yeah. That makes them fun. That's yeah. our current experiment. That's He's great. trying to prove me that life has enjoyable moments. In it. I like that you don't think it does because it makes you enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Carrie, we have a special thing that yes. we're going to do before we yes. sign off. Yes. We teased it at yeah. the top of the pod, as they would say in the world. Um, <laughs> so, as we mentioned in earlier, the world. in the world, <laughs> in the world of podcasting, yes. they call it the pod. Yeah. Um, 
as we said earlier, we really want to get you guys involved in this conversation. Because you guys have reached out to us so much. You guys have reached out to us so much. And I mean, the response to the podcast has been amazing. So what we are going to start doing starting this week is after an episode goes up, you guys can go to a page on the internet, which I'm going to give you in a second. You guys can write your questions, your comments, literally anything that you think of while you're listening to this episode. And it'll be a way to engage with other fans of the show as well. Yes. And what we're going to do is record a mini episode that we're going to release a few days later where HL and I are going to read your questions, read your comments, address them, discuss them, probably argue about them. Yep, probably. And then we're going to release that episode so you guys can be involved and be on the podcast. So you get a little more out on the lanai every week. You get a little more out on the lanai. So um, the website that you're going to go to, grab your uh, lavender pens, yeah. uh, write this down. It is outonthelanai.com slash discus. That's D-I-S-Q-U-S. And, uh, you're probably familiar with Discus. It's uh, it's uh, most blogging platforms, uh, most websites use it. It's a it's a community of people to comment on different things and to like have conversations. Forum. It's a forum. Yes. Wait, conversations so, or discussions? Both, actually, because I'm sure there are some idiots. Uh, <laughs> and and it's a great platform, and they've been really great to us. They've made us a featured um, walls there, so you can go onto their featured pages, and you can you'll see Carrie and I's faces mm-hmm. there, smiling away in our animated way, and you can um, engage with other fans there. So go to Discus. To create an account is super simple. You can connect it to your Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Super, super easy. Very yeah. user-friendly. Just go to outonlanai.com slash Discus. And then for this specific episode, you're just going to look for, it's going to have the same episode title yeah. as the episode of the podcast. So for this week, you're going to look for Love Rose. Mm-hmm. That's where you guys are going to leave your questions, your comments. Uh, today's Tuesday. I'd say do it between today and tomorrow. And yeah. then we're going to read them and record a mini episode. And you can and still send them it. in traditional ways, Facebook. Twitter, etc. Yeah, you guys can still get a hold of us that way, but this is going to be the hub of yeah. where the discussions are going to take place. And uh, if you if you want your question, your comment, if you want to be part of the conversation in these mini episodes, that's going to be where you go. And we and, definitely uh, want to thank Discus for giving us so much love. Yes, there. they've been very very supportive, yes. and we want to thank you guys for leaving us so many so many of you have been so cool about saying like I just want to be part of this podcast that we're now just excited to be able to make that happen yeah. and to have you guys be a big part of it. And if you work for Wallaby or Stonyfield Farms, um, or feel Ziggies? free to... Or Ziggies. Ziggies? Ziggies. You can Ziggies. feel free to Ziggies. send us coupons, because we like our dairy proteins. <laughs> cool. So yeah. that's... The, yeah. So I'm very excited to, to yeah. see how this... This is going to be fun, guys. Questions. We're going to have a lot of fun with also, this. Also, uh, we I, we really want you guys to weigh in on this whole wool skirt thing. What do you think they meant by the joke? Please be honest about that. Also, what's a fudge pot? Those are the two things I'd really love but to, to cover. But keep the way you talk about Rose's vagina to a minimum. You guys know how we challenge feels about this stuff. Don't like it. And uh, you guys can find, uh, you guys can follow Out on the Lanai, the main website, outonthelanai.com, L-A-N-A-I. It's a weird word if, uh, if you guys are wondering. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, you can follow us on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, facebook.com slash Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. And, um, and then again, Discus is out on lanai.com slash Discus. D-I-S-Q-U-O-S. And for me, I'm H. Allen Scott. You can follow me on H. Allen Scott on everything. And I am uh, Carrie Doherty, Squid Eat Squid on Twitter and Squidzy on Instagram or CarrieDoherty.com where Thank there you. are also links to all those things. Thank you guys so much for listening this week and we can't wait to have our mini conversation with you later yes. on. Yes. Bye, y'all. Thank Stay you, golden. Will. Bye. Bye.